0: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Cyber Insanity. I'm your host, Andrew Bercuda, with your host, Angelo Longo. And today we have yet another guest, a very special guest. It's our sponsor, Goliath Cybersecurity, but it is our founder and also CEO, Dave Ackley. So welcome, Dave.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Today we want to do a little bit of a different approach because we want to pick your you kind of pick your brain a little bit and and get inside your head as far as um what did the industry miss, right? So Goliath, where did Goliath come from? Where did you what where did you come from and what brought on Goliath into the industry? What did you see out there that was that was making changes or needed to be changed?
1: Great, great. So um You know, I've been in this industry 26, 27 years. And one of the things that I've seen through my executive career um, in running services is that, you know, there's just too many tools. There's too many products out there. And one of the one of the things that everybody wants to do is is throw another tool at a problem, throw another solution at a problem, right? Which which is another product. The, the issue stems from, you know, it's like working on a car. I can't keep throwing wrenches at it. At some point, you got to take the wrench and you got to get in there and you got to work on it and get it tuned just right. The wrench isn't going to do it for you. And I think what we're missing as an industry, what we're what we're doing a disservice to the industry right now is, is that we're we're just there's a plethora of products, there's a plethora of tools. And we're not getting back to basics. We're not trying to hone in on the skills as to why we got into this industry in the first place. And I think, you know, for Goliath Cyber, you know, we're all about the advisory services. We're about getting back to the basics, getting back to taking a holistic approach. So looking at what's under the covers, what do you have? What policies do you have in place? What policies need to be updated according to new rules and regulations? Right. Problem is is again, people are are just another tool going and looking, plugging it in and thinking it's going to solve their problem. Well, that tool that you're pushing out, maybe these awareness emails, cybersecurity awareness emails, if you're not communicating mm-hmm. or or working and and publishing the process, the procedure and and you know your policies, well. People are going to see it. They're still going to click on it. They're still going to do the things that they 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 normally do, right? Um, but at the end of the day, I think we as an industry got to get back to the basics and start focusing more on the people and the process. There's plenty of technology out there, you know. Let let's go figure out what you have, what you're missing, what you really need. Because sometimes that shiny little piece over there looks looks all fine and great until you get over there and you're like. Crap! I just took ten steps back because I don't understand what
0: I'm doing, right? So, so, that, I, so that that's interesting. That that really that really infers two things to me. One, that you're focusing more on a relationship than a product or having products, you know, uh, touch circuits, if if you will. But then the other thing is, um, because it's a relationship, because it's you're you're differentiating yourself as an advisory versus just a a, a consultative a yeah. consultative service. Yeah. You know, a, a consultant is project-based.
1: A consultant is more of, um, I, I've got these parameters, I'm gonna stay in that swim lane and that's what I'm gonna do. And then I'm out of there once that job is done. An advisor, you know, as a cyber advisory organization, we're there for the long haul, right? Um, you know, we're there to fix your your current process, your current need and requirements against maybe compliance regulations or, you know, one of the things that's happening right now is you're doing business with vendors that keeps your business going. Well, these vendors who are probably much larger than you are pushing down, you know, regulations or, or requirements that, hey, do you have MFA turned on? Do you, you know, encrypt your, your data? You're connected to us. We need this. We need these things. You know, your cyber insurance company, even if you, some people don't even have cyber insurance, but these cyber insurance companies are coming and saying, Hey, these are the basic things you need to do. And, you know, we're, we're uncovering a lot of that where people are losing relationships because they're not doing the right things or they're not doing what's required of them. So we're here, not just for that, but, Think about this, right? Think about. Uh, let's go back to the car analogy. You're you're an auto mechanic, right? Your your shop depends on foot traffic coming in and out of the door. Okay, if Dave Ackley walks into your shop and you do the right thing by me, and and I have a long standing relationship. Whenever I have a problem, my wife has a flat tire on the side of the road. Um, whatever it is, they take care of me, and they're in they're invested into the long haul in that relationship. Well, your business is going to grow. So when you take some of these organizations where we're working with them and we're doing the right things and we're there for the long haul and we're not nickel and diming them for every little conversation, it may take five minutes, right? Mm-hmm. That That's the relationship we want to get back to, right? We want to get back to that advisory, trusted relationship. I'm not here to sell you a product or a solution, I'm here to figure out what you need and how to get you to a better place so you can build your relationships with your partners, your clients. Get back to doing what you do best, building your brand, building your company. We'll take care of the back end stuff with you and make sure
0: you're right. So, I'm going to I'm going to flip a question to Angelo from a from a CISO's perspective. But then I want to flip. I want to flip a response back uh, with a with a question to to Dave here. So Angelo, as a CISO in the past, you had gone in through um, building a relationship with a vendor, and you were that upstream person to your partners. Mm-hmm. Um, today. How dire is it, and and how critical is it that these large companies now are looking at the small medium businesses and saying, "Thou shalt comply with my with my regulations or my my types of stuff," and what's the impact to them if they don't?
2: So what what they're basically doing now is they're passing the buck a bit, but the re- real requirement is they need to know what's happening at these other providers. They need to know what's happening with their data, who's touching it, what's being done with it, how is it processed, where is it being stored? Because they're increasingly being held responsible for what happens with their data. So the day of the set, you know, the person building a little SaaS um, project mm-hmm. that they could try to sell to organizations based upon it being, you know, a a good product that, that you know, that doesn't have any issues, and don't worry about it, kind of thing, is going the going, uh, going in the way of the dodo. I think is what would be the right term. Um, I think they found the dodo, by the way, but that's that's a side note. <laughs> um,
0: Certainly, a unicorn in this day and age. <laughs> yes. So
2: what what's happening here is you're increasingly giving more scrutiny to your providers, your suppliers because they're now becoming the focal point of attacks on your system. They're now either holding data for you that they're processing that's exposing it, or they are holding a channel, tunnel, or whatever you wanna say open that allows someone to use it as a conduit into your organization and then make movements within your organization to their own net positive effect. So the reality is you gotta care about who supplies you, who's working with you, the data they process, how they store it and everything, just as much as when you have it internally.
0: Period. So here's the flip of the question to, to Dave. So from, from a large company, Angelo is speaking. Now I'm going to flip the coin and saying, I'm a small customer. Okay, um, I may be the downstream neighbor to Angelo's company. And I find that Angelo now is with 2024, um, is mandating that my services, my company, <laughs> yes, thank you, uh, <laughs> not, not so draconian, but in a very nice, pleasant way with a with a baseball bat. says, listen, you want to do business with me. Uh, I got a pair down to five suppliers now and there's seven in the bullpen. What can you do for me on the security side? I'm I don't have staff. I may may have a group of products. I don't know if they're going, maybe square pegs and round holes. It may be something that is is porous like a sieve. I don't have the expertise. So I come to Goliath and say, can you help me? So the question is, can you help me? What, What would be a realistic expectation if I engage with Goliath and say, this is the scenario Company won't talk to me if I don't comply, help me out. What do I do? Yeah. I mean, so we we can absolutely help and, and that's what,
1: what we're here for, right? So we would start with an assessment, right? You know, let, let's have a conversation. Let's just understand. And there's no charge for that. Let's understand what your needs are, what your requirements are, what requirements are actually being pushed down to you. Because here's the other thing that a lot of, lot of organizations or businesses don't understand. Um, and I think, Angelo, me and you dealt with this maybe uh, about a month and a half ago or two months ago where a certain requirement came down from a, a partner slash vendor to another and they didn't understand what why they were being asked that question because they were confused. Well, what happens in in, in the world today, and, and Angelo, you can probably attest to this, is these organizations have a, a standard Thing of questions book of questions and they're they're looking for a standard book of answers right they they do you have X Y and Z I'm expecting a B and C right and the problem is is that they're not trying to understand what that individual's business is actually doing per do they actually fall into those requirements and they're a lot of them are just being thrown to the wayside saying you didn't answer the question as I expected right uh, so with us we're not only going to work with that small organization who by the way rightfully so these these large organizations they are tied to them right these small businesses are tied to those larger organizations they do have access into portals or systems or whatever it is so they're doing the right thing but what I think is 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 key here is having us come in take a look at what requirements are being thrown at you whether they're you know, federally mandated, you know, government low to the state and local requirements to SEC, FTC, whatever it is, right? A vendor, you know, partner agreements, whatever it is. Let's, let's figure out what your business is, what it's doing. Do you hold data? What kind of data is it? And then let's go work with your partners to ensure that you're not putting stuff in just to put stuff in when maybe you don't necessarily need to. Right, and not only that, let's just make sure you're protecting the data overall and where you need to be. But there is there's a lot that goes into it. It's not really a quick answer, per se, except for we can help you. Um, but there's a lot that goes into it, and there's a lot of a lot of things we need to understand because I guarantee you, a lot of these small and mid sized businesses don't understand it themselves. Right.
2: So this really Sorry, this, is our, this is our functional ballywick. You know, if if you were asking somebody to do, to build a widget and that's what they did for a living and they did it for the last 20 years, they know how to do it. Why why would they know what we did for the last 20 years? Right. So, I'm sorry, yeah, Drew, I overrode you. No,
0: no. So, really using Dave's analogy of a mechanic or a wrench, let's say a wrench, we're talking about more than just a wrench. We're talking about, you have to understand what tools you have. Understanding how to use the tools, understanding when to use the tools, and being able to have the understanding of the actual machinery that you're working on. Um, yeah. So, yep. so, so really, there's there's a full suite of skills that has to accompany this, but it really comes back to understanding. And I think this is the important thing that you kept gravitating around is understanding your customer, understanding their need. And it's hard to advise. And I and, and sometimes it's very easy for people to say, well, give me a price on or give me a give me a how many tools do I need? That's not the right question that no. they're asking. But that's no. the only vocabulary that they know because they may come from a place of how much is it gonna be? A, I'm, I'm going to give to you
1: I'm going to give you an example. Right. Yeah. So LinkedIn is going berserk. It's the beginning of the year. I'm getting hit up with LinkedIn and everybody trying to sell stuff. Right? right. And and you can literally go on our website and you can literally see that we don't do product development. We are not a product development company. Right. Right. It's the attention to detail. Right. And, and what's happening is, is people are just going out and trying to sell services and tools to people just because they got to sell a license, just because they got to sell an hour or revenue. At the end of the day, no one's really having those conversations or really looking deep to see what do they actually do. Well, you know what? These 20 people had hit me up this week already. If they would have just went to our website and used common sense, they'd say, oh, they don't need my services. I'm not going to waste that time. That's where we come in, right? We come in and we understand what you really need. Now we 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 built partnerships throughout our ecosystem. You know, again, I'm gonna ask this question. I know I've been in the business for, for 25, 27 years. You know, Angelo, you've been in the business how long?
2: Oh, just one or two or decades plus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Andrew, and same, right? Yeah. Yeah. The the gray so, hair do not mean anything.
1: <laughs> so we've all been Wait. part. All, <laughs> yeah. Right here. We've all, we've all worked together uh, for a quite, quite a long time, but we've also all been in different industries and different businesses. Right. And one of the things that we've done, we as a team done is create partnerships and relationships with people who are really good at what they do right? Who don't necessarily want to work for the enterprise. And, you know, we listen, we understand what we're listening to and what we're listening for. And then we bring in those relationships that can make a difference for our client. And we manage that ourselves, right? So if you're a client of Goliath Cyber, you're a client of Goliath Cyber, Let us be the general contractor. Let us find the right people. Let us fix the problem if there's an issue. Let us be the conduit to help you with one relationship. And, you know, Goliath Cyber can't fix everything, but we have partnerships that can. And if you're a CISO, if you're a cyber management, right, IT, at the end of the day, I guarantee you've got 10, 15, 20 relationships. And when an incident happens, when an incident happens, you're chasing everybody down and everybody's doing this. Yeah. <laughs> They're pointing fingers. Not my, right? not my job, not my job. But, and, yeah. and, and, you know, let's talk about incident response. So partnerships, right? So we partnership with, with an attorney who's very, very good. She's a bulldog, right? <laughs> who, who literally
2: we, who, who incidentally was on this program at one point. I yes, she, right, before me, right before and, me. And if you haven't seen it.
0: <laughs> right. Great conversation with a cyber attorney. Well,
1: what, what, one of the things that that we do, we don't call it incident response; we call it incident management, right? Because at the end of the day, we are going to be the conduit to help you with the X's and O's when it comes to cyber. But but in reality, when we hear the term breach or incident, we're 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 pointing to her to bring her in and her organization to help. Um, you know, it's it's that those are the things that make a difference a lot of these other organizations will hear incident and they they, they turn on the ambulance lights and they're running and they're like we got you we got you next thing you know you know you're looking at a retainer for ten thousand dollars or more just to do something minimal and they're going to hold you to that right at the end of the day you only use five hours you find out that it's not an incident Right, you're still signed a retainer for ten grand. You got to pay the ten grand. Yeah. Well, we do is different, right? We'll come in. We'll understand the problem. We'll understand the issue. We'll see what happened, and then we'll make the 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 decision on. You know what? That's false. It didn't happen. We can see it. We know. We're one hundred percent sure. You're good. You're good to go. Let's just make these changes. Or you're having a holy crap moment. And that's when, you know, someone like Angelo or someone from the team is going, hey, we, we gotta we gotta we gotta bring someone else in on this. And that's gonna be a cyber attorney because they're the ones that are gonna stop, you know, stop everybody from what they're doing and make sure all liabilities are covered. Stop
0: these and, and just and just yes. as a clarification, <laughs> I mean, you know, when you when you talk about uh, you know, evaluating in this incident management, uh, this is happening in real time. Right, this is, yeah. we're there, we're looking, we're examining if it needs this. Um, as as an example, I remember one of the uh, incident managements, uh, we had our cyber attorney oh, engaged within hours, within yeah. hours of, of being notified after we talked with the customer and said, you know what, we recommend you proceed with this course of action. She was there, she was engaged. Had incident response uh uh tools in place that night. So this is real time stuff. And I don't want to give the yeah, casual we, appearance we, of this.
1: We we saved that client um from something that could be substantial. And and we're not talking about thousands of dollars, we're not talking about hundreds of thousands, of, we're talking about millions of dollars that were at stake at this yeah. point um when when we got when we got brought in. Um, And, you know, this is somebody that that we've talked to in the past. And this happens all the time. Hey, I'm worried about your cyber. How can we help you? You know, how how can we help you get be more proactive? How can we help you? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I've got antivirus. I'm good. Well, yeah. Well, okay. Now the conversation is, is I need I need cyber insurance because they didn't have cyber insurance. I need cyber insurance. And they're getting a quote for a 10 person organization of $15,000 for the year for cyber insurance.
2: Hmm.
1: Well, Which is insane. If, you're, if you right, if you spend a fraction, a very, very small, small fraction of that with us and help us get MFA in place, help us get all the security policies, procedures written and done. And, and by the way, it doesn't take much time. There's templates for that. We just got to work it and tweak it to make sure it fits your business and what you do. And at the end of the day, that 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 can just dump tremendously down to a very very low dollar amount uh, 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 against
0: fifteen grand, right? Right. So so this is, this raises an interesting point because I think um, large large enterprises get it because they have the staff, they have the expertise, they have Listen. the large
1: enterprises team. get it because if right. they have an incident, they've got
0: the money to recover. Right. But 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 for um, a small medium business, okay, and I'm going to pick on Angelo here for for. Ex- for example, nice. at a at a high level, there are certain things auditors today are looking for, or cyber or, or insurance carriers are looking for today. I mean, obviously, they want to see some tools available, right? Right. But there's other things that they're looking for, right? They yeah. don't want to see dust collecting on those tools. What else are they looking for?
2: So when when you go for these things, you, they're they're becoming more like. Auditors, more like certification auditors, where they're looking for more activity, not just the presence of hey, we have an EDR solution, presence of a possible SIM, presence of you know, some type of ticketing system. They're looking for policies, procedures, implementation, security, reactions to events, documentation of those reactions, you know, looking at ticketing, making some determination. I'm not saying they're gonna go as deep as that. But there are certification procedures out there which will, and, and they may be asking for those things. So when you just say, I have it, who cares? You know, you could have a fire extinguisher, but it could be, you know, out in the shed and your house is burning now. It doesn't <laughs> or do don't anything. Or you do know how to use it. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Or you don't know. Or you're not the right one. Right. You know, it, right.
0: there's <laughs> how many, how, show of hands on the podcast. How many people know that there's different flavors of, of fire extinguishers for different purposes, Right. But this, I have to
2: say yes. My my brother in law is a firefighter.
0: Well, so I have are, to say right. yes. <laughs> okay. So fair, fair enough, fair enough. But those but those labels mean something, and there's there's elements of training, there's elements of proof of proper use, there's elements of using tools that collaborate and correlate together, and and have a more unified view. This reeks of a security program. And all of a sudden these big companies come up and saying, Show me your program. And if you don't catch that buzzword from them, yep. you're gonna sit there and go, Yeah, I have my XYZ brand of antivirus that I got it at the box store down the street or the or hey. you know at the at the uh mega mega uh, uh uh warehouse uh place and I got a five user license. That's not what they're talking about, they're talking about a true program. So Dave. Yep. Let me pick on you now because now all of a sudden I hear the word program and that scares me. What, where where do I, how do I know when to engage Goliath? You should have already
1: engaged Goliath because, because here's the thing, right? I mean, mean, I'm just going to be blunt, right? Right. Um, Let's go back to, to the conversation we just had about the guy that got breached, right? The company that got breached. At the end of the day, yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Well, you know, if you're in business and you handle any kinds of communication with clients, PII data, it doesn't matter, right? You should have something in place because it's not when, right? It's not it's not if, it's when, yeah. um, you know, people are going to test the waters. They're going to try and figure out who you're attached to. They're going to do their homework. The bad actors are going to do what they need to do. So if you don't have a cybersecurity program in place today, you're really behind the eight ball, right? You you should be, you should have something in place. You should be thinking about these things because the, the fractional amount that it costs to get there, as opposed to when it happens. I mean, I think a study, you know, the latest study is SMBs can't survive after six months of a breach right now,
0: right? The reputation is gone and Uh, I say that again because I think this is this has to be said. And a small medium business cannot survive a breach. Yeah, with six months
1: within six months, months they they are pretty much out of business or about to be out of business because to recover, right? To recover is going to be huge. Now, let's say you're a business and you have partnerships with other, other vendors that you 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 need to survive off of well okay. when they hear you've been breached do you think they're really going to continue business with you their reputations torn you, you look at some what's happening in the mortgage industry right now the mr cooper's the loan depots right yep. Yep. if i'm if i'm a customer you know what you're going to sit there you're going to be breached you haven't you haven't done the right things something happened something went wrong right now my data is there I should just be happy with two years of identity protection.
0: Really? What was that, Dave? I Come know, on, right, Dave. Dude? That covers and everything. What are they, they going to tell you otherwise?
1: Right? right, identity protection. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, they're throwing out identity protection like it's candy. That yeah. that's not that's that's you shouldn't have been there in the first place. Right now, I get it. I get it. We 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 always say cybersecurity protection is never a hundred percent. You can you can never stop. Andrew from clicking on that link because ooh look all at the that. time
2: Andrew stop yeah. it <laughs>
1: <laughs> right but 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 you know that's where we again come back to the people in the process. There's plenty of technology out there. The industry, I think we're we're going to start seeing a change in the industry, and we see it every so often. Where it cycles to where now it's going to become more of a services industry when it comes to cyber. Mm-hmm. And I think we're starting to see that trend where I think clients and, and customers are are like, look, I bought I bought this license from, from you and I'm trying to implement this. I haven't even got 50% of the way there, and you're asking me for a renewal.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. Or or that's paying. just difficulty. See, I would argue that's difficulty in the product that it made it too complex to, to, to understand it, let alone install it. That's why we keep it simple, stupid, right? At the
1: end of the day, we're here to not only guide you and hold your hand and be that advisor for you, but we're going to put in solutions that are low touch, okay? Yeah. Because we want you focusing on your business and driving revenue so you can be successful for not only your family, but for your coworkers, right? Right. We do the same thing here, right? We're efficient, low touch, but we're, we're we're covering all our bases and we're making sure we're secure, right? Right. Um, that that's that's what people need. That's what organizations need is to understand. If I have a question, I'm going to make one phone call, and I'm going to have my answer. If not, they're going to find the answer for me, and we're going to figure it out. Right. Go back to the cyber. The reason why we partnered with with Coverdash for for cyber insurance on our website is because we were finding that there is a lot of complexity and a lot of misunderstandings about cyber insurance. So now c- clients can literally go to our website, fill out a form, and we can actually be by their side while we're talking to the insurance broker to get the right coverage they need for their business, not some overblown,
2: you know. And we've seen call. this happen. We've seen, we, we, we just we literally connected to them, boom. Just last week. Just they, last they, week. Yeah. They went, no, don't take that policy. This policy is much better for you, it's better price, right. better qu- covers. It's like, wow. Right. yeah. Actual conversant yeah. people giving you good deals.
1: We've seen it happen. We we live it. We breathe it. Um, and that's another thing, guys. We got to get those testimonials out there. But But here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. It's not about us. It's about our clients. And coming from, going back to the start of the call, coming from the enterprise, coming from these larger organizations you know we were just a, a dot a little dot on the blip of the big radar right and if if we had an opinion for what was best for our client it got overruled by the other executives or the other individuals that were just trying to 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 bring in revenue in the wrong in the wrong place for the client right we're here to make sure that that doesn't happen that you're actually getting the right tools making sure that you're, you're paying attention to your business. Let us pay attention to cyber. We got you, right? Um, and if-, if we're you're, gonna, you're, you're being we're a gonna, customer gonna, advocate. Right, we're going to bring you in. You're going to be part of every conversation, every decision. We're not going to make decisions for you, but we're going to guide you in the right manner. Um, I can't tell you how many clients we work with and you guys know firsthand. Oh, I'm good. I'm mm-hmm. good. Don't worry about it. I Yeah, you know what? I uh I got GoDaddy and I'm good, man. When I started my business, I got GoDaddy and I'm still good. Oh, really? Okay, so you've grown, but you're still in that in that just been born phase. You don't have your Microsoft stuff set up right, or your G Suite stuff set up. You don't have MFA. Some people don't even know what MFA is.
0: It's crazy. It's but it's it's like seeing a, a seven year old in diapers. It doesn't. Yeah. Fit. <laughs> I'm just okay. saying. I'm not judging. I know, but but you know, but, yeah, you're, but
1: asked about, you're asked the question about when. Yeah. If if you're asking the question, you're late.
2: So like I got. Actually, it's like it's like being it's like getting a a, what was it, a, a sunstroke or a yeah. A, being but <laughs> If you're thirsty, you're already done.
0: You're, already done. You're, you're done. So Dave, Dave, I got two more questions for you because I think this is this is. I've heard this before, right? So, first question is this. So, what's the difference or what's what's the big deal between an MSP and an MSSP? They're the same thing, right? Nope. 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 Nope.
1: We only care about cyber as a as an MSSP security. We're not a service a managed services provider. We are a security services provider. So we care about cyber. I do not care about your printer and ink and and all that, right? We we care about cyber and cyber only. That is our focus. That is what we do best. Um, we're not here to work on printers or or hardware or anything like that. We're here to protect
0: what you got. So basically, us. don't let your mechanic wash your car. That's not good use of your- He'll, car. Still have the, he'll probably still have the wrench
1: in his hands when he's doing it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, question- Question number two, because I hear this a lot. So with small, medium businesses, they often look for what does the big guy have, right? And the first thing they always quote is, well, should I be concerned with Gartner? Gartner, 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 right? The magic quadrants. Is that is that um, a necessity? Is that a stigma? Is that just marketing or fluff? It, it, where, where, what's your opinion on this? My my opinion is, is it's not
1: a necessity, okay? Um, there are a lot of good products and a lot of good tools out there that um, focus and take their money into working on the product and the solution, right? Um, I'm going to give you, and I'm just going to state this, and some of these enterprise executives that I know might get upset. Yeah. But spending five million dollars or $10 million at an event like Black Hat doesn't make your product better for the client. If you took that five and $10 million, whatever it costs to throw these parties and do whatever you gotta do, right? To to have the glitz and glamour, right? It should, in my opinion, if you took that money and put it back into the product or or you know what, hell, provided free services, advisory services or implementation services to your clients with that money to get your product to be more sticky. So you don't have to worry about fighting a competitor. That's what I i mean, that's where I'm at with it. Um, You know, it, to me, we, we, we need to reinvest into our clients. We need in the, in the industry, we need to reinvest in our clients and we need to reinvest into what matters the most. And you know, a lot of these large enterprise organizations state, hey, we work with the SMB. Well, you know, I can go buy a Cadillac, has all the features, but do I really need all the features? Because I'm gonna be paying for it, right? I don't You're need to be servicing it, it too. <laughs> I'll be servicing it too, right? So so yeah. at the end of the day, right, you know, I call BS to a lot of these large enterprise client, you know, uh, vendors saying they work with the SMB. Yeah, they do work with the SMB. That's fine. Anybody can say they work with the SMB. But there's pro- there's features, there's there's all this stuff that's in that product that that you don't need. You're paying for it, right? One way some somehow or another you're paying for it. And when a larger organization comes in that's paying millions of dollars to these organizations, Want something else? they are going to be pushed aside, right? Yeah. Whether and they're going to they're going to put fluff around it, but you're going to be pushed aside, and that's no different than what we've just seen with one of our other current clients, right? They're they're looking, you know, they're trying to implement a DLP solution. Well, that organization, that's supplying that, and that DLP solution, figured they're going to go because they haven't had as much success. In building that solution, they're taking that time and their efforts and going putting it elsewhere. And now this client is like, well, "What? A, I, I, the product's not doing what I needed to do. What's what's going on?" So now they're coming to us saying, "Hey, help us. These are our requirements. This is what we need. Help sure. us." Right. So, I mean, yes, they the, and I'm not going to call them out all the way to say they're not doing good things. They are doing good things. Some of them are giving back to the community. Some of them are doing doing what's right, but. You know, there's a lot of good products out there for every single different level of organization that's out there, right? And and some do good things, some some are not so good. But at the end of the day, there's a solution for everybody. And it's just finding the right niche and the right product and the right solution and the right service that fits. And, that's, and with our experience, we've seen it mm-hmm. all, we've done it all, we've got the relationships that'll make it right.
0: Nice, awesome. So, Angelo, one last question from a CISO perspective. You're hearing a lot about SMBs struggling with finding the proper skill sets, probably a budget um, adjustment and new fiscal year, let's say, if your calendar year, um, where where do I put, what's? what do I bet my uh, money on? What horse do I bet my money on here as far as um, what should be the first things that I should call Goliath on as far as, uh, you know, you have your typical people process and technology. They're all intertwined. But if you had your druthers and you had a finite amount, what would be the phone call to Dave and saying, hey, help me with this? What would be a, a low hanging fruit?
2: Uh, you know, the, the very initial thing anybody does in a CISO position walking in is, is establish a gap assessment and, and a security plan. Basically, you get them to, hey, this is what's missing. This is how to get to the right place. When you have a secure, when you know what's missing, then you can say, okay, here's the right place. And the right place is built on you know, industry standards, security frameworks. But the end all be all of this is the fact that you are going to end up building a policy, a, a security plan that drives home what the company needs and wants in the end. And when you do that, you're mm-hmm. basically establishing your roadmap for how the company will invest in information security. There's people processing technology. A lot of times this is reconfiguring technology. Not even, not, sometimes the, the stuff is there and not used or not configured correctly. And then once they get to that place, then you can start talking about more intense places. Uh, part of that gap assessment would be, what kind of data do you use, where is it at, and who can touch it? Right. This is something that's very scary. Nobody wants to know, and they'd rather buy bury their feet, head in the sand because the simple fact is it's easier not knowing and hoping for the best. Um, in is the end, a dirty it,
0: strategy anymore?
2: <laughs> <laughs> in the end, it's going to bite them in the butt. So, you know, it's, it, it may
0: be now, it may be
2: two years from now, but it's still, it's going to get you
1: right that's it's not it's not it's not uh it's not if it's when
2: exactly and that's that's the problem it's like riding a motorcycle it's what is it dave it's not when it's not if you're going to lay it down it's when
1: oh it's when you're going to lay it down
2: you're going to lay it down
1: i mean i mean again you know i think i think as a as an industry as a whole we've we've done an injustice to our clients and our customers Um, as an industry and i think we need to get back to basics and get back to the root of what the issues are and work to solve them i mean that's that's where we're at right now and and it's as simple as what andrew just laid out let's let's come in let's figure out what your gaps are let's figure out you know you've got tools that's great you know at the end maybe 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 you don't need that feature turned on and it's slowing you down right there's there's a there's a lot of different things to look at and we're here to just uh, try and make it better, and I think as an as an industry, we need to do that.
0: Well said. Well, as we're, we're as we're finishing up our podcast, uh, Dave, is there some places that our our viewers can uh, follow Goliath? Is there uh, websites and content that they can look up and maybe understand more about Goliath? You want to share?
1: Yeah. Yeah. We've
0: got, you know, we've
1: got our webpage and we've got some free resources on our webpage as well. I mean, we do complimentary workshops. Um, we we have partnered with no before and we offer free, sh- you know, phishing tests, some ransomware simulators and other things um, as well. I mean, with our services on Matted security services, we do 30 day POCs to, to see what's going on and, and how we can help. I mean, there's a lot of things we do, but we do have a website, goliathsec.com. <laughs> We also have our LinkedIn page. You can find us, uh, you know, as Goliath Cyber. Um, same thing with Instagram. Same thing with Facebook. But you know, we're here. We're we're on socials, and we try and provide daily content to help our users understand what's going out there in the in the world.
2: Awesome.
0: Well, thank you, thank you for taking the time and explaining uh, just how Goliath came about. What were the what were the thoughts behind building something intentional? Something that's more relationship built uh, yeah. for for clients and and actually helping clients, um, Angelo. I think you're saying is one of those that <laughs> really comes into play here after we talk to Dave and 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 share with us your quote.
2: Well, first off, I, I'm going to attribute the quote to Bob here in the background here. I don't know if you guys can well, see him, Dalton. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. He's the last guy I clicked on the uh, that the link in the phishing email, so. <laughs>
1: so the reality is that's bob that's bob skelly right bob skelly (laughs) yes
2: (laughs) uh what do i always say complexity is the enemy of security if you can't understand it you can't show it you can't know you or secure yourself so the reality is we got to reduce complexity so that we can understand and and secure an organization better and that's just getting back to basics and then andrew you may say something sometimes. Uh, I,
0: I do. I say that the best security device resides between our ears, and if we use it, uh, Bob
2: doesn't have much.
0: Bob doesn't have much gray gray matter anymore. But but uh, all that said, um, once again, thanks uh, to Dave uh, for Dave Ackley for for joining us on the podcast. We hope this was informative to you, our our listeners, and uh, look forward to talking with you. Angelo and our next guest, potentially. That's a little bit of a, a tickler uh, uh. on our next podcast. So stay <laughs> tuned and uh, have a good and safe day. Take care.
2: Yeah.